0: Traffic may be down, but Atlanta drivers are more distracted at 1-800-HURT-911. They're doing everything they can to keep you safe, to keep you healthy. Injured in a car accident? Call 1-800-HURT-911 to speak with an attorney immediately. You'll be scheduled to come into one of their convenient locations and be treated with no out-of-pocket costs to you. Hurt nine one one injury case. The best solution for your injury suffered in a car accident. One eight hundred hurt nine one one. That's the number. One eight hundred hurt nine one one. One eight hundred hurt nine one
1: one. All right. Well, I mean, of course, yeah. You know, I have notes. Uh, hey, it's Rob Jenners, the production director from Six Eighty The Fan, a uh, producer and co-host, if you will, of the big podcast with Shaquille O'Neal, and of course, Caddy. We've been doing this so long, I can't come to you. Without notes, uh, producer's job, right? Donna, left on red. No, it's it's against the law. You can't do that. Uh, Caddy, the comfort in, why? Donna, they don't make chainless bicycles. Just a note for the future. Uh, Caddy, don't go to the courthouse unless you have to be at the courthouse. Like, those people need to be there. You're just kind of strolling around and talking to bailiffs. Like, take a painting. Donna, Appy needs an open. And um, Grubhub is kind of like Pornhub depending upon what you're into. On a serious note, uh, love both of you. Caddy, I I was interested to see how this project was going to go for you in a role outside of country radio. And I got to tell you, man, uh, I feel like I've gotten to know you better through this show. I feel like your listeners have gotten to know you better through this show. Donna, girl, where you been? It took you this long to get in front of a microphone? Uh, You guys are great. Love both of you. Uh very honored to say welcome to Donna and Cadillac Jack's second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I
0: was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act.
2: My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I have upped my game with my hair salon at home. Let me tell you something. Did you see me last night cutting Will's hair? I did. What'd you think? No. Oh, no. Well,
0: you chose to bring scissors. we where have all our scissors gone? They've gone the way of the forks in our house. Who knows? So you bring in a pair of, like a, a, a kid safety scissors, right like from from preschool. Yep. you cut constru- they had like even like you cut construction paper with? You don't cut hair with that those, those scissors Donna. not
2: well, well, I started with a pair of clippers. He went and bought a clipper. Clipper, yes, a clipper, hair clipper. And he said, he told me, he read the instruction, and he said, you use the 12-inch, which I don't think you do. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yes. So I started on the back. Uh-huh. And um, he has really thick hair. So there was a lot of hair coming. So I was like, oh, gosh. And then I used your little... Shaving clippers to do his sideburns and kind of clean up around at the bottom And then I was going to use the scissors for the top part, but he stopped me I got I got a little clipping going on the top But then he I wish like, you'd asked
0: me about that My clipper before you used it by the way, but
2: I know sorry about that <laughs> There's kind of a little patch in the back. Did you see where I missed
0: on, on the back of will's head? Yeah, I did Yeah, I, I said to him while Donna's cutting his hair in our bathroom I said to will I said hey, you sure you don't want to wait till friday Since the barbershops open up here in the state of georgia because you know. Well and what makes me mad What makes you I'm sorry go ahead
2: Well what makes me mad Is you know When he goes in On Friday They're gonna You know Cause they have to justify How great they all are And they are And we love all of You know Like hairdressers well, And licenses. barbers They've
0: been to school Donna
2: Some of them But the point of this is That they're going to be Extra Like Mmm Boy You really shouldn't Let so, your mom Cut your hair Can
0: you imagine The things That the, the, the Salon people And the barbers The stylists Are gonna see The colorists Are well, going that's gonna see what I'm here. saying Before long.
2: But they're going to be like, this is a mess. Like, even if it was the best work ever, like Picasso on the hair, they're going to be like making a big deal, like extra. So that was probably my one and only haircut for him. But he was game. I mean, there was hair everywhere in the floor. So I just, you have to be careful with those clippers. Yeah, you do. I was trying to kind of do a fade. Uh, And it it faded to black. (laughs) 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 I mean, I have no experience in any of this. I think I do in my mind, mentally, but I don't.
0: I caught it on video, and if you want to check it out, it's on the Cadillac Jack Facebook fan page. Get a good laugh out of that. Donna and her pink and shears trying to cut our 20-year-old son's hair.
2: What was your Core 57 hype song
0: today? Eric Church. You know what? He's really gotten me through a lot in my life, and he's helped to get me through this part of my life right now, and, and, and record year, which is maybe one of my favorite Eric Church songs. Of all time. Some of the best lyrics. You know, he's a poet. He's he's not a, a country singer. Right. He's not a country songwriter. Eric Church is a poet. Eric Church is forever my entertainer of the year.
2: It was That's a great song, too. There's just so many great lines in it. The know? one about the needle. Yeah.
0: Counting on a needle to save me.
2: I know. I remember. Drop when it the, in a
0: groove, and it goes on and on or down. Or round and round. Yeah, down in a spiral.
2: I remember when the song first came out, I thought. Hearing that line, that it was a different kind of needle. song or needle, yeah. yes, And but that's song. what he wants
0: you. Right, that that's the beauty of his songwriting, his artistry, his poeticism.
2: Hmm.
0: Is he he writes lines like that that you think he's going one way, and then Eric Church throws you a curveball, it yeah. comes up with an and you just something met, metaphorically, okay, metaphorically,
2: Me- Metaphorically. Metaphorically, yeah. Metaphorically, that's what I said, Donna.
0: (laughs) But yeah, that's that's what's that's the beautiful part of a song, right? Yeah. Like, wow, I see what you did there, Eric Church. I see what you did, buddy.
2: That's a good song too to listen to right now, just to kind of get you through kind of what you're going through.
0: Eric Church record year, your core fifty-seven hype song on the way here today to the Appen Media Group and Appen Podcast Network.
2: Mine was Ryan, not Brian. We had this discussion off air, but it's Ryan Adams.
0: Summer '69.
2: No, that's Brian Adams. This is Ryan, R-A-Y-N Adams. He's kind of um, an alt-Americana. I call him like a little baby um, Van Morrison. He kind of has that voice. But anyway, the song is Answering Bell. It's a great song. He also wrote um, When the Stars Go Blue, and Tim McGraw re-recorded it. Um, And their versions are wildly different, so it's interesting to kind of hear both. They both did a great job on them. But um, he's kind of an alt indie darling. But um, it's a great song called "Answering." What's no. it about? Uh, it, it, just a, a girl that he he was in a relationship with. You'll just kind of have to hear it and see what you okay. think. But it's really good, good stuff. Right. So we will add those to the um, Core Fifty Seven Spotify hype song playlist. You can pull that up through the Spotify app um, and listen to all the songs. We're I think we're up to almost three hours with the music. So great road trip of music, great music to work through, work by just fun stuff
0: core 57 two locations milton and alfreda city center check out the virtual class schedule all virtual workouts for now on the facebook live page and uh, speaking of spotify while you're there checking out the hypes on playlist you can also maybe you're there right now you can listen to the podcast on spotify as well so yes we enjoyed the the two-hour show that all the networks but fox carried. there's a story there somewhere i'm trying to track down one World Together at Home was the name of it. And this was the um the show that was all virtual but raised tons of money for the World Health Organization to fight COVID nineteen and the coronavirus. And I thought it was uh well, we laughed a little bit about the Elton John performance because he was at home in you know on his back patio mm-hmm. in, in England, in London, I would imagine. And as I'm looking, I said, Donna, Elton John's got a basketball goal behind him. When do you think the last time Elton John played with balls is?
2: Well, okay. He has twins. I mean, he has twins. And so, and he, I said, I
0: bet earlier today, he has twins. And there were two balls. Yes. Next to the, the basketball goal. I love, but
2: I, that's what I love about these concerts. I've said it before. There's been two or three. Um, I, I love the fact that you kind of get a peek into how the artists live, where they live. And, you know, I, I, just, I think it's great. I think it is I mean, everyone loves an inside look into someone's life. Well that's
0: why like on Instagram you you pinch the, out. You pinch out mm. see what's in people's photo frames or what spices they have in there. Spice Lazy Susan.
2: Yeah, no, it's it is. It's kinda like a you always called it a peek behind the kimono, but it is, you know, you get to see how the artists live.
0: You get to see their kids. You
2: know, on the Keith Urban one, um, and I always have said this, you can't have enough Keith Urban. So I loved his performance because he had three Keith Urbans. He cloned himself and it was so cool the way he did it. And um, at the end, Nicole came out and was hugging one of the Keith Urbans, but in prior performances, cause he's done a lot of, the, of these, I think, you know, a the couple of them concert. and she's almost like his roadie, you know, she's been helping him like switch out his guitars and do all this stuff. And I think it's great. But um, there were some, there were some really good performances that, you know, Casey Musgraves, what a song for now. Just a oh, she's just so good.
0: I'm a chart guy. I'm always looking at the music charts and 24 hours after The show aired. It was a two-hour show. After it aired, Rainbow, Casey Musgraves, had the largest spike in downloads specifically. Not in sales, because again, this is just a 24-hour snapshot of the download charts for music. She sold 3,000 downloads right after her performance. Taylor Swift performed a song that she said that she would never perform live. And we've talked about this song before. It, uh, Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks joins her on it. It's called Soon You'll Get Better. Taylor Swift wrote that song for her mom.
2: Yeah, her mom, Andrea, has got um, is still battling cancer. and um, She's been in remission, I think, in the past. And this may be even a new form that's come back. But she's um, really fighting through it. And if you know anything about Taylor, her mother is really her one constant. And, and her father, but really her mother in her life. You know, she... Um, she is her sounding board. And she has said in the past that, you know, as you become more famous, it's harder. And this is true with any artist, I think, or, or any person who, who, who becomes famous quickly. It's harder to trust people around you. And Andrea has always been that one person who, if you watch the Taylor Swift documentary, she's very honest with Taylor. She doesn't just... She's not one of those parents who sits around, you know, because she's getting a check and tells her everything she wants to tell her. She's she's really giving her given her solid advice, you know, through it all. And um, her mom is definitely suffering right now. And she wrote the song for her and said that she would never, ever play it live because it's just so emotional for her to play it. And she did play it because it has such a meaning right now. Um, And it was a really um, emotional performance. It was really good.
0: So of all the performances in that two hour block, uh Casey Musgrave saw the biggest spike in downloads for the period following the day after uh Taylor Swift, number two in downloads with uh, Senior Get Better.
2: You know, and I've always said about Casey, you either get Casey or you don't. And I think there's a lot of people who have never um listened to that project and um think one way about her. And um that is such a great record. It really is. And sometimes it takes two or three listens to to really, um, you know, get through something and, and, and realize how you feel. She is one person. She's totally on my bucket list. I've never seen her live. I would love to. I've heard it's a great show live. But um, she is such a, a, a good artist. And she's really important to country music. You know, I know that um, I don't think I mean, maybe it's not right to say she's a lightning rod. I know Taylor Swift kind of used to be. You know, when she was in country, people either liked her or didn't like her and had certain opinions, but female artists who are writing strong music right now and getting played are important and they're getting played because it's good music, not just because they're females, you know? So I just admire everything on that album and everything she's doing. It, it's really, really good stuff.
0: But Casey Musgraves has never had an awful lot of radio no, success. But she's an radio award. Replay. She's an award. No, she is. She's an, an example of those artists that... We'll go to the Grammys and sweep I mean, them. have to put some in the trunk yeah. of your, your trophies, your Grammys on the way home, because you can't hold them all. Right. But never really, that didn't come because of radio airplay.
2: No. So kudos to her. You know, that came from busting her tail and writing good songs.
0: So there are houses being sold. Uh, the, the housing market is always been considered essential. And um, Tracy Cousin, a real estate expert advisors, they're doing quite well. Uh, closing houses every day They are taking listings every day Here's what I can tell you about Tracy Cousineau Real Estate Expert Advisors That Tracy Cousineau is A real estate boss uh, Tracy Cousineau leads the real estate Expert Advisors and uh, Tracy is So intelligent and, and not just a real estate, she's a motivational speaker She owns uh, retail Shopping, she is um, With Jason Williford who is just as smart and Tracy a Real Estate Expert Advisors, are there for you right now if you are thinking, just thinking about selling your home. Set up a 15-minute chat with Tracy directly to answer any questions that you may have uh, at this time because of everything that, that are going on. Uh, they're putting homes under contract every single day. Every single week, dozens of homes under contract. Tracy a Real Estate Expert Advisors, that's cousin with an E-A-U, because you know she's going to sell your home. com 855, my expert. Buckle up. Here we go. I have already made an appointment to get my hair cut, And you will find me Monday at La Parea Mexican Cantina with a bowl of queso, extra chips, and a margarita. Which I don't drink margaritas, but let me tell you something. To celebrate, I'm drinking a margarita on Monday. What are we celebrating? I... And it's going to get a little slippery here, I think. I am celebrating Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and the decision that he made this week to begin to loosen up restrictions on the state of Georgia. And I heard an analogy from a, a small business owner, a friend of mine, somebody I see probably every other day. He owns the Birmingham Shell Station, the gas station in Milton at uh, there at the Birmingham Publix. I'm in there every other day for whatever, milk, gas. And we were having a conversation the other day, uh, practicing social distancing, and both had masks on. And um, he said to me, you know, it's not time to open. It's time to deal with the O. Let's bring the O. The P-E-N will come later. And I thought to myself, that's good. That's exactly what needs to happen. Let's start with O. Let's not go open full-fledged, all right? There are things with Governor Kemp's requirements and, and restrictions that I agree with and some that I do not agree with. And we're going to talk about that. And Donna, I know you have an opinion. We've had many conversations, just like you, at home um, about what's getting ready to happen. So I think that we need to start with the O. Let's wait for the P-E-N. But we must begin to open. Must begin to open.
2: I, I mean, here's my thing. I You said I have an opinion. I I honestly, for the first time in my life, I don't know that I have an opinion and that sounds so weird because I just don't it's not that I don't know where I stand. I don't know. I don't know what Will happen. I don't know What's safe. I don't know what's unsafe. I don't know, you know, I I I don't know and i'm not You know, I don't think it was just Governor kemp's decision. I think there are you know, he's getting a lot of input from a lot of people I think You know, there are people who think there are political reasons. There are people who think that there are, you know, other reasons. What I do know and what I'm seeing a lot lately um, on social channels, not that those are the be all end all, but just from people who are posting things up there, that people are posting that don't judge everybody through the same lens. Because there are some people who no one's thriving in a pandemic, let's face it but there are some people who go to bed at night and they sleep okay because they have money to pay bills, they're getting to spend more time with their kids, you know, they're they're not as stressed out, they know that an end will come, but they're able to make their payroll, they're you know all of those things. But then there are also people who can't sleep at night who are worried about feeding their kids or what's going to happen, you know? So I think you can't paint it all with one brush and I think What happens now, and I see it all the time, is the minute someone says, maybe not even their opinion, just sort of how they're feeling, you know, their feelings come out, everyone jumps on it immediately. And I think it's a very, what we're all going through is a very personal situation. You know, some people, and I do understand, like, people say, well, you know, we shouldn't have to make the choice to put our health at risk, you know, to financially go back to work. But at what point would would the government or anyone be able to prop up everyone enough financially to make it better i don't even know if that makes sense but you know what i mean it's like there's kind of no end in sight so i i do think that hopefully and you and i have talked about this if you're going to to do reckless things you're going to do reckless things You know, if all of a sudden they said, you know, I said, I gave you this analogy last night, you know, if if all of a sudden they raise the blood alcohol level, okay, are you going to be the one who can now drink more and drive? Because they raised it. They told me I could do it. I can drink more. I can get away with more. You know, if I just think it's like, it's incumbent upon every single person to make the decision for themselves for their family for their extended family you know and i've had a lot of people say to me well you have you know your mother's an assistant living and al's an assistant and they are but here's what's completely out of my control the caregivers who walk through those doors every day i have to believe and pray and hope that they are sheltering in place and they're doing the right things
0: but you don't know that. but
2: i don't know that so when someone says you know if if you go out, you're potentially putting, you know, my parents' risk. I get it. I I haven't seen my mom or Al for two months. But I also have to have enough faith and trust in that, you, you know, people are making the right decisions for themselves. And I think what's happening, and I know for you, you've told me that you want to make the decision for yourself. You don't want the government to make that decision for you. And I understand That that line of thinking, and I think some people say, well, some people, though, are not smart enough, they need the government to tell them what to do. And I get that. But that's every day in society. You know, okay, another example we talked about on the last pod is, there's fewer patrols on 400 right now. And, And people are, you know, Richie even told us people have told us that people are driving like idiots. You know, there's people driving around our neighborhood on Freemanville Road going 100 miles an hour because they think it's funny right now. There's no traffic. What kind of person are you? You know, we always say to our kids, who are you when no one's watching? You know, I think it's a great thing to say to your kids. It's great if your kids are polite to teachers and in front of you. and but But when no one's watching, there's no video cameras, there's no social media, there's no one to document. Who are you? And I kind of think that applies to this time period. You know, if all of a sudden you can go enjoy a meal at a Mexican restaurant Yes. or get your hair cut. Yes. Does that mean that you're going to gather with 200 people in Piedmont Park or, you know, I don't know, stand shoulder to shoulder at a bar? Are you going to be right back at a sporting event or a concert event? I think you have to make that decision for yourself, you know. But I don't think we can exist as a society in a bubble forever. I just, I don't know. I think a lot of people thought he should have waited. Why not just wait until May 1st? you know, when the shelter in place ended, I think he would have gotten a lot less grief. Probably. I don't know if he had just waited until May 1st.
0: I disagree with you because he's a Republican governor and there's nothing that he could do right now that the media would not tear him up about. And I knew when listening to the press conference this week, it was an afternoon this week at four o'clock when governor Kent made this announcement that we're going to use sense. and, And there's going to be a plan in place, and there is a plan, but we're going to begin to roll back into society and back into business. And as I was listening to him say this, I thought, and this happened, the comment that he made three weeks ago, which the press and, and people killed him about, maybe not the best word choice there, but... Uh, was when he, he made the announcement that we have a huge, uh, we're going to lock down because we've learned within the past 24 hours that um,
2: the virus is airborne.
0: And, and 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 so that's something that most everybody knew. I don't know what happened. I, 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 I would like to ask Governor Brian Kemp about that. Maybe someone has an media and I've missed it. I knew, though, that that moment in time, Was going to
2: color everything after that,
0: including the announcement this week that we're going to begin to open up Georgia. I knew that those two were they were going to tandem. You know, he's never going to be able to escape. The lockdown for three weeks ago saying we just learned in the past 24 hours. um, And and, and so But
2: like, do you think it was also the choices like of, of the things that that were that are opening? I mean, you know, to, to inject a little humor in here. I thought about this yesterday, like bowling alleys. I mean, people have kind of latched onto that. But here's my thing. Like, I am the one. Thank God I'm the OCD parent on this. Like we have gone to um, main event before. And, you know, you can like bowl and order your food there. And I'm like, here's the deal. We're either eating or we're bowling because nobody is going to be sticking their fingers in those bowling balls and then coming over and eating nachos that I'm going to also be eating and then going back and sticking your fingers in the bowl. I mean, the whole thing is just insanity. So that part of it, I mean, I wonder too.
0: Why bowling alleys?
2: Does it just look, is there part of it that looks almost, I hate to say this word, but silly and not thought not thoughtful like you know is it about gig workers and as we've talked about that you know he said yesterday that they had just gotten the department of labor had just gotten the information on how you know gig workers were going to be able to file you know for benefits was the thought process to put them back to work first if that was the case then uh, say that you know i just think maybe if there had been more I, i just think there were some categories in there where people were like
0: hey well jim's yeah, would be one that I, I flagged i and i was clear at the top here i, I don't agree with everything that governor kemp came up with. with with come on it's not like he also came up with a, you know he was sitting in bed at the governor's mansion with a sticky note and a pen and just started writing things down that he wanted to do
2: but that's what it appeared to be honest
0: why how did it appear that way the, because the, it, the, it the, appeared, the cdc is based here in atlanta I, he has dr toomey he has
2: i get it it just seemed like he said, you know, to his wife, Mary Beth, I'm going to give you a I'm going to give you hair colors, but then we're going to have to give somebody some tattoos. To. I mean, it was just weird. I'm sorry that that's the part that you look to your leaders for leadership. And I'm not well, I'm not getting political here. I just how it was done and the choices, I think coming off, as you said, that last press conference, there should have been some more thought and in, 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 in why those were chosen. And I listened to it on the radio, so maybe I missed some of that. And he did go back. I don't know if he went back in and 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 clarified. But you know, let me tell you why I'm choosing. You know, why we're choosing these to start phase one.
0: And as a business owner, if you don't want to open, don't open. No one's forcing you to open. Nobody's forcing you to go outside. And you know, Core Fifty Seven, which is a we're, we're proud to have them as a partner and sponsor on this podcast, Colleen, who owns two two fitness facilities. Has said, you know what? I don't think it's time yet. We're going to continue with virtual classes in in the near future. We're going to continue to watch. We're going to continue to learn, and we'll make a decision, but not right now. Fant- Colleen, I respect that decision.
2: Well, and as I'll a say, small
0: business uh, owner who owns a gym, I'm not going to the gym. If the gym were open, I'm not going to the gym right now.
2: Well, and I'll also say I'm about going bowling. Either. I'll also say, however,
0: about, I'll get a haircut and I'll go to La Perilla on Monday and have me margaritas.
2: And that's fine. I'll also say about Colleen. Because I think there's a lot of chatter and discussion, and I've had it too, on there are companies who might right now do better not opening their doors. Colleen was not one of those. She did not receive a dime um, in funding, and and she's been very vocal about that. You know, not in a bad way, but just that she's a small business. She's struggling. So it would benefit her to open her doors, and she's choosing not to. But people
0: would die, Donna. Colleen would be signing people's death certificates. That's what people would say, uh, Colleen.
2: Okay, Eric Carragher. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I just there's a you know. there's
0: a count. There's a there's a, a, a point and a counterpoint with everything on social media. But right now, and especially in the state of Georgia, this is I mean, everybody has an angle. Everybody is an expert. I do not post stuff like this or my thoughts on social media because it just is not worth it, to be honest with you. But In radio, I was always told what I could say, what I could talk about, and what I could not talk about. And had I had this conversation or told you that I am a Republican, I voted for Donald Trump, I will again in November, and I support Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, if I had said that on the radio, even knowing my audience is very Republican, if I had made that comment on the radio, I would have been written up, suspended, um... If they were looking for a way to get me out, that could have possibly been it. I now am on a podcast, and I can say what I think about anything. And we don't get political on this podcast. But this is a huge story. Everybody's talking about it. If you choose not to go to work because you enjoy being home with your kids and your wife and working really a half a day on Zoom calls, and you're making double if not triple what you were making going to work every day and putting in a 40-hour work week, You don't want to go back to work. You do not want the state to open up because you're fat and you're happy right now, because you're at home and you're making double, triple what you make at work. Why would you want to go back to work? Yeah. Why? You know though, Donna, that there are a lot of people that are like that. If you say, if I say, you know what? If 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 you don't want to go bowling, don't go bowling. Well, but then you bring The virus back, and you can expose it to me. Not if you stay in your bubble in your home and lock your doors. Yeah. Like you sound like you're doing, or or you think that you should be doing, and and you're also preaching to everybody else to do that exact same thing. I think Just do it, and lock your door, and get in your bubble, and stay at home, and don't expose yourself to anybody, and we'll see you around Christmas.
2: I think there's a lot. Traffic will be lighter
0: if you stay in your bubble.
2: I think there's a lot of worrying about what other people are doing right now. And I think it. um,
0: Use common sense. Yeah. Not everybody's going to. Not, not, not. But
2: not everybody does in in, in everyday society. And not
0: everybody has since this whole thing began.
2: I will say, I think what... It's going to
0: run its course no matter what.
2: But what has happened is we've put Georgia on what what I fear more than like the virus and all that is the whiplash effect. That, you know, the, the ticker is going to really be under the radar and then do the cases spike for whatever reason. And then there's this whiplash effect and we end up in Georgia going back on high alert and not coming out, as you said, until December.
0: I'm okay with going on a two month on one month off calendar. What? I think I'm okay. If you give me two months of being able to live my life the way that I want to, and then if you want to shut me down for one month, I'm okay with that. But then I want to, I, so it's two months on and then one month off.
2: How's that going to work for businesses?
0: I didn't say, I was just talking about myself. Oh, okay. As you like to say, it's all about you. Right. Sometimes. Imagine if, yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> I, yeah. All right. What? Just say? Nothing, nothing. I don't want to, no, we're not going to do that. Sorry. But I, I, I will, if you want to have margarita with me at La Peria. Monday, I'll be there around six o'clock. So I understand you can't sit at the bar. No, you have to sit in and and, 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 and restaurants are going to have to probably move half their tables. And for those that want to stay home, this is even better for us that choose to go out because the waits won't be near as long for your if, cheese dip. Right. Exactly. With jalapenos on the side.
2: Okay. Here's my thing. I saw this thing where they, the waiters came up to you and because they have to like social distance from you, they just throw like the salsa and the, <laughs> cheese dip from six feet at you. They're like, plates cr- yeah breaking plates are crashing stuff on the patio okay do you think about this though you know how i'm so oddly weird with my food scores and stuff do you think that maybe we should give the restaurants like a couple a week or so to get up and running and cycle through that food that they're holding on to from pre-pandemic because, I mean, if I'm a restaurant, you know you're, like, cycling through your food. You're not ordering. You're
0: looking at your food costs. Yeah. And, what and you're you like, the oh, let me just, just get through this cheese dip. From February.
2: Dip. Yeah. <laughs> let me get through this cheese dip on these people who don't care about their health. <laughs> you have said that, that
0: you miss sports.
2: I miss sports tremendously. I, I thought it
0: was great. You and Will, who's a 20-year-old son, you guys uh, sat down when uh, the. The The uh, last dance premiered on espn i think two episodes dropped at first there's six total
2: oh my god we love it yeah it's but like you a, and
0: will were in there sitting in the den watching just it talking
2: to each other about scotty i dropped out after
0: naughty day fiance
2: oh my god it's so good i'm such a michael jordan fan i always was I, I love basketball i love sports i love sports and that is a great documentary even if you're not a sports fan just it's so interesting to see that time period and how sports how it all came down and 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 it, it really is the inner workings of a team and it's about management and Decisions that were made that probably shouldn't have been made It's just fascinating that entire team, you know, like you've got dennis rodman these larger than life characters um And you know other than like a tom brady and a couple of people that can't even really compare him to michael jordan I mean muhammad ali like they were comparing michael jordan to he was just So I mean he was such a larger than life figure at the time, you know, he could do no wrong for a while. Um, but it's a great documentary. But i you know, I miss sports on like local level too. I miss watching Olivia play softball and not just Olivia. I miss watching all the girls that I know and that, you know, and that have grown up at that park and seeing the coaches. And I miss eating a hot dog, you know, at North park and just, and when you have little kids, you know, like Hans has a daughter that, that plays and she's so young. He's going to have so many great years left. Amazing years. You know, with Olivia, um, I've said this before, because she does band. She doesn't play um, softball at the high school. She just plays rec ball for fun. She's done travel. She's done it all. We've done it all through the years. But this is where we've kind of landed with rec ball. And it's so much fun. You play one game and you leave, you know, and everybody's in a good mood. Um, You don't hate the coach. Did I say that out loud? Yes, anyway, girl. so but but the thing about it is, she's a sophomore, so I don't know that junior and senior year she's going to want to keep playing. You know, I don't think she's at the point where she's playing just because you and I want to watch her yet. But she's probably pretty close, you know, to just saying, "I really, I'm kind of done with catching and doing all this stuff." But I genuinely miss it. I missed watching the Masters. You know, I, I pray to God that SEC football will come back in some form or. You know, it's just part of life that's kind of missing. I'll tell you a funny one about Will. I walked through um, through the family room like on Saturday, and he's sitting on the couch, and he's watching women's hockey, like ice hockey. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I said, what are you watching? <laughs> and he said, I'm watching women's hockey. And I said, Why? And he goes, it's the only damn thing on. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and it's actually pretty good. And I said, oh, and it was like two unknown colleges, you know, playing women's hockey. But it was really funny. And um, but I, I, will, I will encourage you if you haven't seen the Michael Jordan, um, it's on ESPN. And it's like, I think it's a six part series. Yeah. I can't remember how many, but it is really good. And again, even if you're not a basketball fan, it's just um, it's it's really good. It's fun to watch with your kids, too. To, I mean, you know, there's some parts that. If they're younger, you gotta watch out
0: for Well, it. one of them is this Were you alarmed when you heard the F word drop on ESPN? Yes. <laughs> for yeah. the that has to be the first time that they've yeah. ever allowed that word. And it wasn't just once or twice.
2: I'll tell you what I was alarmed. I mean, again, and if you I'm much older, so I, I I've seen Michael Jordan through the years. People I think who see it now, and again, you look at the athletes now, this would this is not shocking at all. But like he was sitting there with a glass of, of bourbon. He always smoked cigars. But, I mean, you have to understand, like, Michael Jordan was just, like, one supposedly at the time, you know, one of the cleanest athletes. He just was everyone's kind of superhero at the time. So there were a lot of things that I was, like, you know, there were a lot of of, of talk about when he was recruited onto the Bulls about how, you know, he was the young guy, and these guys were partying in hotel rooms, and he was just like, I'm going to go back to my hotel room. And I think one of the great things he said was – you know, guilt by association. He knew if he stayed in that hotel room, that if anything came out of it, it wouldn't matter if he wasn't partaking. He was there. And it was funny. I looked over at Will and I said, yeah, you know, that's a life lesson that we've always told you. And it's true. And he said, absolutely. You know, because he he was such a young kid when he was drafted, you know, into the Bulls. So it was just very interesting. Great, great, great documentary.
0: But Check I, it out. I miss sports. ESPN. Olivia is our 16-year-old. She's a sophomore at Cambridge High School. And we were at the dinner table this weekend. She says to me, Daddy, I have a new favorite. I found a new favorite. My new dinner affair favorite is chicken and waffles. What they do at dinner affair, these are, are meals that are uh, delivered or shipped to your home. They come frozen. Everything that you need for each particular meal is included. And 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 so they change the menu every month. And they're always offering new uh, dinners and so chicken and waffles has become a, a family favorite everything that you need down to optional hot sauce all right so there was everything that you know you had the mini waffles donna you had the chicken breasts, you syrup had the syrup in one bag and then there was this other bag that had like a tablespoon of some kind of liquid in it and i was like donna what is this and i read the instructions and for each meal there's no more than four five six steps max you can get these meals done in 15 minutes in your kitchen and um there it was hot sauce because the note in the recipe card that you get with each meal said, if you want to spice it up a bit, we've given you a tablespoon of hot sauce. You're, you're just to kick it up if you choose. You don't have to do it, but I, I did. And, and so it's all about the detail. It's all about getting you out of the kitchen uh, because these meals that are nutritious and delicious and healthy can all be prepared in under 15 minutes. Everything you need delivered to your home right now for your first order, $30 off when you use the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. At, uh, you check out dinneraffair.com. Dinner A F A R E.com. Different meal packages for different size families. Uh, menu changes every month. Check it out. Pre-chop, pre-prep, giving you more time. Dinner A dinner Dinner A F A R E.com. You and Olivia went up to,
2: to Ringgold, Georgia.
0: I had to Google it. Yeah. Cloud- it's up near Rome and Floyd County.
2: Yeah. So we went to, um we wanted to go on a hike and, um, It's funny, like when we've talked about this before, when we're at the Greenway, she really wants to ride a bike and we won't even go back through our bike issues. But we do have a chain now. The neighbor put it on. We're ready to go. So
0: I did go drop the bike off and pick it back up.
2: Yes. Um, So we'll get back
0: to that. Which was humiliating, by the way, to have to drive a bicycle (laughs) to a neighbor's, you know, 10 houses down to have him put on a bicycle chain.
2: Yes. And And he has constant commentary on that. Just who? Who? Off the
0: record, because I haven't heard. I can only imagine.
2: Just who buys a bike
0: Without a change Sean you've heard him Intro the, the, the show before And he, he and his wife Debbie And they're, they're, they're kids They're not kids anymore um, Callum and um, Zach, Zach have, have been friends of ours For a long long time And I went down To pick up the bike And we were talking about Everything going on In the world And the changes And how things You know um, Need to happen And need to change And, and Sean says to me or he's, a, he's a Brit He says to me I went to Home Depot I went to Home Depot yesterday And and nothing's changed Since January To Home Depot <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's a very dry sense of humor. Yes,
0: but Sean is uh, the other one that, that.
2: So he put the bike chain on. Yeah. So we'll get back to the biking. But we decided we want to go. I on went a to a Home hike. Depot. We decided we want to go on a hike, and the state parks are open. You do have to check the websites, um, and, and the best place to check sometimes is like on Facebook. Believe it or not, because they have like you know minute by minute updates, and there are some that when they get too crowded, they won't let any more people in. You know, it's that type of thing. Not like so, a Disney so, queue, exactly. So we went to. Um, Cloudland Canyon State Park and I found Cloudland Canyon from um, you've heard us talk about Richie and Raider the canine dog he had posted these beautiful pictures and I'm like where is this and he said oh it's Cloudland Canyon State Park it's about a two and a half hour drive um, beautiful drive and so Olivia and I got up there and um We got there probably about 2.45, and we drove to the gate, and there's this little teenage guy, and he's running the gate. And he says, you can't come in until 3 o'clock. And I said, well, how about you do it this way? Because I'm going to, you know me, I'm going to fix his cue and like how he's doing things. So I said. Make it better for him. Yeah. So I said, how about this? I said, what's the problem? He said, well, you know, we have to make sure that people come out before we can let people in. I said, why don't I hover here by the gate, and as a car comes out, you let a car in, and he says, "Oh, that's a good idea." He said, "Let me get on my, um, uh, you know, radio, walkie-talkie, walkie-talkie. radio, my walkie-talkie, and call my boss." I go, "Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do that. You don't need to call. Make the decision." You can do this. and he said, Be sat, your own ball, Yeah. So I'm, I'm empowering him. Olivia's like, this is insane. This is insane. And so he goes into the, like, the little shed part. And I said, what do you think, Olivia? And she goes, you're going to talk him into it. I guarantee you. So it's, the time is ticking. So now it's like 2.54. And he goes, I just don't think I can do this. I said, well, listen, it's 2.55. I said, we can do this one way or the other. <laughs> I said, you can either go with my suggestion or I'm going to gas it. And I don't think you can catch me. <laughs> So he said, "All right, go ahead, in ma'am." And so he hits the little gate for it to open, and he comes back to the car and he goes, "You're persistent."
0: <laughs> yeah, she is.
2: Yeah. So Donna we, like
0: Donna gets what she wants.
2: Yeah. So we got there, and I mean, beautiful trails. I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous views. Um, beautiful waterfalls. There's probably um, I want to say like. I mean, on a, there's cabins you can rent. You can there's an RV park. Everybody probably knows about this place that I'm talking about right now. Um, I had never been there before, but lots of different walking trails. Um, normally, you can horseback ride. So we did these two smaller trails. They're about three miles, and then we took on this six mile trail. My question is always, and you know what this is. Yours is too. With the trail, is it six one round way? trip? Yeah, is it a round tripper, or is that a
0: we also played this a quick side story. We also played this game where if if something comes up, like, would you do blank for a million dollars, or would you do blank for five hundred thousand dollars? The qu- the first question is always is that: is that pre tax, right? Is that gross or is that net?
2: Okay, because
0: I, that that matters. That plays into any decision. that, that Okay. Make.
2: And as an aside on that that little game, now Olivia plays that game. We drove by this field, <laughs> and the grass was so high. You know, there's snakes and stuff in there. And she goes, "Mom, would you?" <laughs> Would you walk through that field barefoot for a million dollars? I said pre or post tax. She said uh, post tax. I said hell no. Yeah,
0: it <laughs> factors into the final decision making.
2: Anyway, back to the story. So we went on this waterfall trail, and it was beautiful. But there's all these steps. If you've ever done Cloudland Canyon State Park, there's probably six hundred and something steps to get to down into like where the pools are and kind of the caverns. Yes. I didn't know that, but how I knew it was we went down all the steps, and it was a lot of steps, and they're kind of slippery, And but it was good. I mean, really good. Get down there. The views are amazing. We spend time. So I said, do we have to go back up all those steps, you know, to get out? And so this little boy is in front of us, and he turns around. You know how kids say stuff, and you're just like, why? He goes, oh, yeah, you have to go back up these steps. He goes, and I don't know if you know this, but it's total of – 614 steps. I'm going to be in front of you. I'm going to count them down for you, and it's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole way up, we couldn't pass him because of the social distancing. And so he's like, one, two, 169. So he looked back at me, and when he got to 200, he goes, we're on 210, and you're looking rough. (laughs) (laughs) He was how old? He was like 7 or 8, and I'm like, how did I get behind this kid It's going to count me down? But it was a beautiful view. If you want to go anywhere, I encourage you to do that. Our next stop is uh, Red Top Mountain. Somebody told me that they are open up by Ackworth and Altoona and that um, it's equally as beautiful there. So you know what? I figure it's a great time. To get out and visit some of these state parks that you wouldn't have time to do, you know. And again, you have to respect the rules and social distancing is a thing, even at the parks. I mean, they, you know, the the park rangers are amazing. They're everywhere. In fact, I tried to talk one of them into helping me up the mountain, like carrying me, and he's like, "No."
0: What?
2: <laughs> he said, "Are you injured?" I said, "No." I said, "Swing back." Thirty minutes later, I may be. <laughs> <laughs> I may come up with something.
0: Where were we that one time? We were hiking at uh it was near dad's up in Asheville, their back cave, Rentals. Um, yes. Where what was that play? blowing something? Blowing rock. Yeah. Oh. Remember gosh. the elevator was broken that day we went? Yes. <laughs> and I'm an elevator guy. I don't I don't know how long we don't want another. I'm an elevator guy. Well,
2: I mean, I, that I haven't
0: lucky. run since third grade field day. I don't like to walk either.
2: And it was a t- it was the same thing. It was a ton of steps up to the top. Yeah, I think it, it was. was blowing rock.
0: Beautiful crazy, view. Crazy. You you did Take some beautiful pictures and video when you're up there in Memphis, Where, Right. Um, I couldn't go that day and I was very sad. My femur was sore that day and I could.
1: Oh my God. I
0: yeah. couldn't make we, it.
2: We talked about it. I said to Olivia, really? yes, it's so funny. Olivia said, because after we did the two short hikes, Olivia said, Do you want to do the longer waterfall hike? I said, Yeah, we're here. Let's do them all. And she goes, Mom, that's what I love about you. <laughs> she said, Stop. She did. Yeah. She goes, Dad would have given up after those first two hikes. I said, Yeah. And so when we were coming back up the steps, she goes, She just kept saying it. She goes, Can you imagine?
0: Like, wah, if wah, wah, Dad wah, wah, wah. was coming
2: up these steps.
0: Cheryl and I had a great day. We went to Panera.
2: Oh, that's fabulous. Panera and you know bread. what? Every, everybody's got their own thing.
0: But great videos, really uh, great great videos, beautiful pictures. Yeah, I out. encourage Ken. you to check it we'll out. will include some of them in the letter, which hits your inbox. This and every Saturday to uh, get the letter for free, text left on red. No spaces. Red is the color, R-E-D, to the number 22828. And subscribe for absolutely uh, nothing, nothing at all. All right? Hometown Heroes. We continue to salute Hometown Heroes and the community. And it it's... Um, just a very small way of acknowledging the people that are going above and beyond with everything that that's happening in the, in, in the world and in our country and in Georgia and in Atlanta right now. And, um, share the photos on social media. We will reshare, retweet, repost videos. We'll include uh, pictures rather. We'll include some of the pictures in the letter. And we'll also mail out to your hometown hero, a, a, a small token of, of everyone's appreciation. Just a very small thank you. Everybody loves a free T-shirt, and so we have come up with a, a limited edition um, a graphic and, and and logo that's on the T-shirt. And I will personally drop one to your hometown hero in the mail. Uh, follow on Instagram. Follow Hurt Nine One One Atlanta. Tag me so I see it at ATL Cadillac on Instagram, and use the hashtag Hurt Nine One One Hero. And until they run out,
2: yeah. I mean, I'll we'll give you one. I'll give you one to get you started. Um, a friend of mine, um, her mom is in um, a nursing facility, a skilled nursing facility, and her mom loves Tootsie Rolls. She lives out of town, and um, she was going to, you know, send a care package, but right now it's taking a long time to get things places, and so her mom told her the other day that the person, one of the caregivers who comes in all the time, brought her this huge bag of Tootsie Rolls. And um, she was like, that wasn't that just the sweetest thing that she did. And I thought, you know, how nice. Because, again, just knowing the fact that her daughter couldn't get something to her mom and that she was so thoughtful to know that, you know, that some again, in times like these, a Tootsie Roll can make a huge difference on someone who cannot leave their room, you know, does not see anyone else, cannot get visitors. So we've said all along, think big on this, but also think small, you know, and again, nothing is small that's a gesture of kindness, but it doesn't have to be someone literally on the front line saving lives. Those people are incredibly important, but this could be something as small as just doing something kind for a neighbor or, you know, anyone. Now I did have a friend who wanted to, if she could nominate herself for keeping her children alive during the pandemic. I said, we'll sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why not?
0: <laughs> Must think, um, John Landris, John is a small business owner. He owns threads Ink printing, which is a, um, they do T-shirt screen printing. They do signs, banners, decals, magnets, graduation banners. It is that time. Uh, John was a, a, a listener back in the Trester radio days and said to being a listener of the podcast when we launched back in January. And he reached out to me weeks ago. So what can I do, Caddy? There's something I can do. I just don't know what it is. And so I reached out to him, to John, after this idea hit us. And uh, he said, I'm in. So uh, thank you, John Landers and Threads, Ink Printing. Threads, Ink. For the t-shirts that we're going to mail out to your hometown heroes, threadsinc.com. That's with a Z, T-H-R-E-A-D-Z, inc.com. Thank you, John. And thank you, Dr. Brian Veal, with 1-800-HURT-911. I will soon be a Styles Scholar.
2: As in Harry Styles? Harry
0: Styles, formerly of One Direction. Charlotte, our 14-year-old daughter, is each week it goes to a different level. It's at DEF CON 4. I mentioned the day that we went to Panera because my femur was sore. When you guys went hiking, you want to live, you went hiking. And we brought our Panera back home, of course, to the house. And we're sitting there at the dinner table, just she and I. And we're just laughing and goofing. And I saw every Harry Styles video that's ever been made before, every carpool karaoke with James Corden. And she turned me on to this. Charlotte did. Did you know that James Corden does something called the Crosswalk Concert?
2: No, I did not.
0: You know what? You hadn't seen this? No. Check this out. What he does is he shuts down the intersection right outside his studio. And you the 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 cycle of the lights is thirty seconds. All right? Yeah. So whoever the band is, I only saw the two that Harry Styles has done because I'm a, a, a styles scholar. And so when the lights turn red James Corden moves all these sets out into the middle of the street because the traffic stopped. Right. And and there's all these sets come out and the band comes out with their amplifiers and their guitars and the mic stands and everything. And they perform for 30 30 seconds in the crosswalk while all the stoplights are on red.
2: And then they come out and come back and come
0: out. And then they move it all out within the 30 seconds. Now, at about 28 and well, probably about 22 seconds in L.A., they get really, really impatient. Yeah. And so you start hear like, the horns to honk, <laughs> you know. Get that out of the way! You hear yeah. that, you know, L.A.'s just, you know, they're really impatient out there. Yeah. James Corden has, like, a headset on. He'll be like, fire the pyro, fire the pyro. And all of a sudden, there'll be pyro that shoots out. Oh, my gosh. I'll of the stage. Um, and in uh, one of them, Hairstyles comes in on a, uh, a, a zip line. Oh, gosh. From, across, from one side of the intersection to the other. It's it's what a great idea. I've never seen idea. it before until Charlotte turned me on uh, to it. But
2: uh, oh, she's obsessed. And here's the thing. She has a poster on her wall of Harry Styles. And I was up there yesterday because I have not been upstairs for two months. Uh, that's another story in a minute. See,
0: you're, you're, I'm rubbing off on you.
2: Yeah. But I went up there and there's a poster of him and he's covering his bits and pieces. But it's a little provocative. And so I'm like, Charlotte. I don't know about this poster. And she's like, oh, mom, you can't see anything, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what I did when she was downstairs, I got one of her old Pete, the cat books, like a, <laughs> you know, one of her picture books and Pete, the cat hung on a pair of like long shorts, like knickers, like they were these cute little striped bathing trunks. And I cut them off and I taped them over. Harry, bits and pieces. Yeah. <laughs> and she came up and she, she said, can I keep my poster up if I keep those pants on him? And I said, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because as we said earlier, the we allow our kids to hang anything. they want. But
2: otherwise. then I will tell you this. I am. Um, I was, Nails, some, I was, no, I was putting some ta- towels in the bathroom and I caught her like lifting up pants.
0: <laughs> Stop it. Stop. <laughs> just
2: like looking under, like, did she tape it all the way down? Is it just taped a little bit? And you can't see anything, but I think she just wanted to know, like if I had completely like covered everything up. So I just, anyway, probably best to move on.
0: But we take a lot of musical cues from our kids. Yes. And then the New Harry Styles project is fantastic. We talked about that too.
2: It's very good. You know, you were talking a minute ago about how you don't go upstairs. And basically what happened when the shelter at home thing came about, I decided because no one's coming to our house and the kids are always harassing me about, you know, cleaning up their rooms and all the stuff. You know what? I'm going to sort of do um, an experiment during this time period. I am not going to go upstairs. I'm going to let them change the cat litter boxes. I'm going to let them feed these cats, I'm, which the cats for the past two months just stare at me like, lady, why don't include us in your project, you know, your experiment. So I really, I mean, I haven't gone upstairs. I would assume that they would bring their laundry down because I'm nice enough, as we've talked about before, to do their laundry. I thought they might, you know, empty their trash cans, that kind of stuff.
0: Do you brag you on me? have you been brag helping
2: on me? with laundry anyone who's listened to you forever knows that you don't know anything about laundry. I don't know
0: how to run the, the what no, is it?
2: Well the washer and the dryer. The dryer. Yeah. And but now you've been folding laundry which is so sweet. Very Which helpful. is
0: what I did the day that my femur was sore. Thank you. And you went hiking is I actually folded a little laundry. Which was I a would, nice surprise I have you, Donna, to tell you.
2: you. Yes. Foreplay as we've talked about before. Very nice. So I finally said you know what I've got to change some sheets. I've got to go up here and see what's going on. It was shocking. <laughs> On every level. Was I not up there Sunday from probably 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. at night? And I didn't yell at anybody or say, I cannot believe this. I did mutter a little bit under my breath. But um, just a few of the items that I found were um, an entire, in Will's room, an entire carton of um, chicken fried rice. I found a jar of peanut butter. Um, Let's see. I don't even want to go into Olivia's room. If you think boys are messy, you have no idea. I mean, basically, they just decided that instead of ever emptying their trash can, they would just continue to put it in there and it would overflow. And finally, I did kind of break down probably about 530. And I said, no, no one is ever going to live with you people. I mean, you're it's it's insane. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying the same thing. She said, they're just they're animals. They're (laughs) they just don't. Get it, but she did say to me, and I thought this was very encouraging. And it doesn't happen in college because I said, you know, Will's dorm room was a mess. Remember, we'd go up there, and it was like, God, what is that smell? Like it's horrible. I mean, I couldn't enjoy myself. I'd just go up there and start cleaning up, you know. But she said it doesn't happen then because guess what? You're still paying the bill. When it happens, is like her son now owns his own place that he pays rent on. He graduated from college. He has a job, and she said it is spotless. And she said he bought, get this, a $600 chair the other day, which she was like, oh my gosh. And so she said, great, I'm coming over this weekend. I'm going to spill stuff on it. I'm going to bounce on it. I'm going to jump on it. I'm going <laughs> to, because you know, when you have your furniture and you're like, stop, please stop jumping on our furniture. And they don't get it. They're like, eh, it's just a couch, you know? Do you remember when our kids were little and people would come over and they'd say, why is your, um, what's that? Why's your coffee table? in your um, garage. But when you have little kids, they're constantly falling and hitting their heads on it. And so finally we're just like, just move everything out with a sharp edge. And then eventually get to move it back in.
0: We were able to line dance too <laughs> without the coffee table in there. Exactly. We encourage you to shop with uh, small businesses. And one of those businesses that has been, Offering online shopping only, like so many retail places, for uh, the past couple of weeks is Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. They're soon going to open the showroom. Gallery Furniture, a family business, well over three decades in the Atlanta area. Online, ask for the wolfman.com. Ask for the wolfman.com. Hit the website and check out some of the famous name brands, that close closeouts, the overstocks. Something uh, for, you know, maybe you're going through your home right now and you're not only cleaning up, but you're thinking about uh, taking some stuff out, putting some new stuff in. Gallery Furniture, ask com. Something for all of your home needs and all at great prices. Whether you're looking for a dining room table, a king-size bed for your master bedroom sofa, uh, for your living room, Gallery Furniture in Gainesville has so many different brands, so many different styles, and they offer financing too. Shop local gallery furniture.
2: Yeah. And wouldn't it be nice when those doors open to go and shop with a local retailer, you know, to support them? You know, Donna was kind enough, as we all know, um, we did a a promotion where she paid power bills. How about paying that back to them? You know, when, when you need something, how about going in there? And when she opens those doors saying, I'm so glad you're open. I am so glad you're still here in our community. So I think it's, you know, please, it is so, so important. Don't just say it. Don't just say I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna shop local, local, and then go shop at the big box retailer.
0: Do it. Five forty nine for a beautiful slate bed dresser and mirror corner sofa with ottoman for six ninety nine. Great deals, bedroom steals under three hundred dollars. Ask for the Wolfman.com. gallery furniture, Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Pod peeps for this episode. Uh, hello to Donna Clark. Donna, Donna, Donna lives in Noonan in Coweta County. I love listening to you every day on the way to work until you're no longer on the radio was so excited you were going to have a podcast. I've listened since day one. I loved you, but oh my gosh, Donna is, all caps, awesome. And I totally agree. I was telling somebody the other day, I want to brag on my Donna. Donna, uh, you truly are, you know, I, I've, I've learned just to come in here and just sit and just listen to you because you bring a perspective that is so unique and encouraging. Um, And you Thank would you. think, I guess, that I hear that all the time at the house, but I don't. It seems no, I mean, that I hear it more when, a, when we're here in the I'm, studio, if I'm honest.
2: I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm not as encouraging at home. <laughs>
0: Keep up the great work, uh, Donna. Listens while she's delivering mail in Noonan. Love that. Um, she says, "I can't stay home. I have to keep the mail going. Take care. Thank you for the last, Donna Clark in Noonan." Uh, Justin Culberson is a pot peep for this episode in Yorkville. Justin lives in Paulden County, works for a Big Red Coca Cola, and Justin says, "I really enjoy the pod. Took me a little while, but I finally got caught up on all of them." Donna, here we go again. <laughs> Donna is hilarious. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Justin. I truly couldn't. Looking forward to the ticket contests. Once everything gets back to semi normal. And, and it will.
2: Yeah, no, it will. And we're going to have tickets for everything. So please sign up for the letter. If you have not um, text 228-282 left on red um, and you will be signed up and and we are going to have lots of tickets. Don't think. And, and they're going to be tickets to everything. They're going to be tickets to country shows, non-country shows, everything.
0: Who entered the show? Rob Jenners. Rob is the production director at Atlanta sports. Station six eight of the fan, also the flagship for your Atlanta Braves. Um, Rob, I met when we were bought by Cumulus Media. Kicks was bought by Cumulus Media, and we moved into the Cumulus b- uh, floor, yeah, which is at Johnson Ferry and Glenbridge. And at the time, Dicky Broadcasting was also in that building, which includes 680 of the fan. And so Rob Jenner, uh, Rob Jenner's became a, a good friend, just a g- great positive guy. Um, he started off as a uh, morning show producer in Miami, um, and then took the producer co-host job of the new Morning X here in Atlanta in 2006, and then landed as production director at the 680 The Fan. And, and Rob Jenners also has been so kind and supportive of this podcast. Um, he is the executive producer and co-host of Shaq's podcast, which launched in uh, 2015. And the five-year anniversary of that podcast, that show, is going to be on June 1st.
2: He's probably got some great stories working with Shaq. And he was kind enough to get Shaq to do our intro and just send it to us. Just such a nice guy. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank and you, Rob. And what Jenner. a great career in radio. I mean, to be, to say that you worked with the Morning X and Shaq, I mean, that, that's a good career.
0: Well, and in Miami, too, a yep. legendary morning show. Yeah. Uh, Paul and Young Ron on 94.9 Zeta, FM down in Miami. So, Rob Jenner, thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your support of this podcast. And and you know what, man? You, you've always been a big supporter of everything that I've done. And Please know that I've always been a big support of yours and support everything that you do too. We do have a small ask of you: three things. Uh, number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, rate and uh, rate and leave five star reviews. If you're thinking four, just you know what, pick up a book or yeah. something.
2: <laughs> just don't think so hard. Um, yeah, we need we need some new reviews. Um, we were we had a lot in the beginning, and um, I know people probably. Um, say, oh, I mean to, le- you know, I'm, g- I'm going to leave a review. If you really like the show, um, please leave us a review because it does what it helps is it helps people find the podcast who um, are outside of, of our listening group. We we love all of our loyal listeners, but we want new people to find it, and that's how they find it is with the reviews. We've got great reviews, but um, we could use a few more. So if you don't mind leaving one, um, please do. If you have any problems leaving a review, reach out to either one of us, and we'll help you do it.
0: Number three, show our sponsors some love including Wellstar Health System, healthcare wherever you are.
2: Tracy Cousineau, Real Estate Expert Advisors. Dinner
0: Affair, $30 off any order when you order for the first time. Any price range, $30 off. Use the promo code code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y.
2: Gallery Furniture on Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. 1-800-HURT-911. And Threads, Inc. Printing. Order graduation banners now at ThreadsInc.com.
0: That's Thread with a Z, -Z, T-H-R-E-A-D-Z, Inc.com brand new episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays Cadillac Jack my second act proud to be part of the app podcast network